I have got some ghost stories for you. I feel something crawl into the bed with me and it starts to spoon me. There was a time where I would be in bed falling asleep and I would hear my name being called. Different voices call my name. Poof, the person disappeared right in front of our eyes. And we were both like, did you see that? There was this figure of a woman. Her skin was bluish and her hands were clawed and her mouth was wide open. So that is my ghost story. Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF, the podcast of real ghost stories told by real people. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fist. And I'm Rebecca Black. And welcome to our February surprise episode. Surprise! surprise! Yes, we're getting this one in just under the wire. <laughs> yeah, you're so right. There's even a chance that it might not be dropping until like March 1st. Okay, but we tried really hard to get it in February. <laughs> we, we just couldn't get the dates. <laughs> yeah, we've been trying really, literally we were supposed Two to. Two weeks be, now. Yeah. Before we go any further, I got to remind you guys, please keep keep sending the scary stories to us. Yep. Hauntedayofpodcast at gmail.com because we're going to drop episodes when we have enough to share. So help us out. Yeah, please. And if you haven't become a Haunted AF patron yet, we have several years worth of exclusive content. <laughs> We have several years. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. <laughs> That's fine. I don't know what the fuck that was, but it's staying I in. I ran out of breath, basically, is what happened. It's <laughs> just a little bit like a hairball. Just a the little. tiniest hairball. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we have several years worth of exclusive content over there. So become a patron at patreon.com slash haunted AF. Like Tia, Jesse, and Kelsey B. They did that this month for us. So thank you, ladies. And now they don't have to keep re-listening to old episodes. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Good for them. Okay, let's just go ahead and jump into the story. So this first one is from Amanda, who shared a story in the Patreon pregame this week. She's adorable. Amanda says, hello, ladies. Hope you are well. I live in Surrey in the UK. And about 15 years ago, I went to a Christmas party for us mums, which was organized and organized as with an S by the school. British. It was at the hotel where I'd had my wedding reception, which dates back to Anglo-Saxon times. (laughs) So it was bloody old. We planned to carry on the party for as long as possible. So I booked a suite consistent of two rooms with interconnecting doors that could be locked on both sides. Right. So I went to my bedroom after everyone left that night and locked the door to the lounge area. Then I locked the door on my side. I was just falling asleep when I heard someone moving about in the lounge. Mm. They weren't trying to be quiet either. So I rang reception and asked them what the hell was going on. They sent two staff members, which honestly should have been an indication, who assured me that there was no one in the room. Mm-hmm. About an hour later, I was woken up by the sound of Gregory chanting in my room. (laughs) I opened my eyes and I could see the dark figures of monks at the foot of my bed. Uh, Swearing quite profusely, I switched on the bedside lamp and of course it all stopped. I tried to rationalize it but couldn't. Didn't know whether to laugh, cry, or crap myself. (laughs) But I know what I heard and saw. I rang room service for a hot chocolate and then just sat in bed with the TV on until it got light outside. When I was checking out, the receptionist asked if I had had a restful night. So I said, it wasn't too bad until some monks decided to drop by and have a sing-along in my room. She stared at me with an expression that said, oh no, not again. (laughs) I love your podcast so much. Never stop with thanks, Amanda M. Thank you. Oh, that was so good. Can you imagine being awakened by like, oh. Oh. Uh, No. I I, don't like that. I don't like, I mean, any sort of hooded figures at the foot Uh, of your bed. Yeah, these like roby type situation. No, No, thank you. Double hell no. Okay, so this next story comes from Mackenzie. Hi, my name is Mackenzie. My family has quite a few ghost stories, but this is one I got permission to tell. 
this story would be about when my mother was a teenager and it's actually about her older brother. So his name is Jason and he decided that he was gonna go out to see some of our family in West Virginia. So he packed up the car with a girl he was interested in at the time and one of our cousins. At the end of the weekend, they begin the drive home. Well, our cousin Timmy came upstairs and sat down and my uncle Jason was just sitting there across from him. I mean, he didn't look abnormal. He was just sitting there plain as you could be. So Timmy starts talking to him and Jason's not really replying to him. He's just kind of sitting there. And Timmy's just like, I thought you guys had left. And then what scared the ever believing life out of him, he just began to disappear until there was just nothing there anymore. And Timmy was the baby of the family, so he got really scared and just started flipping out and he was afraid that nobody was gonna believe him. But it scared him so much that he went straight to his mama and told her exactly what he had seen. She's like, Timmy, you know, that's impossible. They left over an hour ago. They'd be halfway to Ohio by now. But what it turned out to be, and I guess is what makes it a ghost story, my Uncle Jason died on the way home that weekend in a car crash with that girl and our cousin. They all died instantly on my impact. And from the timing of that story, they think that my cousin Timmy actually saw him when he died. That's my ghost story. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and we've got a bunch of like creepy kid stories this week, like here, this next one. All right, so this comes from Jennifer. Hello, ladies, my name is Jenny, and I have some stories for you. Back in 2005, my son Ethan was four years old and I was in a relationship. One day, my son said to my boyfriend, Grandpa Danny says hello. My boyfriend turned white because his grandfather died when he was 16. We asked where he saw him, and he said, he's right behind you. Ooh. Chills. So a few years later in 2008, my grandmother passed away and we were very close with her. The day she died, I was an hour and a half away. So I waited for the kids to get out of school before leaving for our family's house. When I picked him up from school, he said, guess what I saw today, mommy? I said, what baby? And he said, I saw an angel go to heaven. My heart dropped. I asked, what did the angel look like? He said, they looked happy. I'd like to think that this was my grandmother letting us know that she was okay and happy. Thank you guys. Love the podcast. You guys are awesome. Jennifer. Oh, Oh. I like started to get a little choked up there. Thank you, Jennifer. Okay. So this next story comes from Brandy. Hi, Rebecca and Julie. This is Brandy from Kansas. This ghost story comes to you from about 1996. My husband and I at the time had just bought actually my grandparents' house. My grandfather had passed away and it was too much for my grandmother to keep up with. After closing, we had a few weeks before we moved in that we were gonna make some improvements and some remodeling. It was a Saturday afternoon and he had left. He was going to get Subway and bring back lunch. And so I continued, you know, scraping wallpaper and and all of that. We had the radio on and I hear my name. In my mind, I just knew, oh, it's been about 20 or 25 minutes. That must be him at the front door and he needs help getting in. So I put down the scraper and head out towards the front door and immediately stop when I see the porch. There's no one there. Well, that's strange. Maybe I didn't hear my name. You know, you start looking for logical explanations and I'm sure it was probably something at that point in the song that just sounded like my name. Right? It's kind of like Hungry Like the Wolves. Mm-hmm. I remember hearing that when I was young and she starts yelling, Ma! Yeah, that tripped me out as a kid. Anyway, so I thought, well, maybe it's something like that. So I went over and turned off the radio, go on scraping and, you know, often thought, and I hear my name again. And I am certain this time. 
because it's definitely my name now. So I head out of the kitchen and again, I stop. Front door is closed. Nobody's on the front porch. I go ahead and walk back to the bedrooms thinking, okay, he's messing with me. I go through every room. There's no furniture in the house, so it's real easy to see nothing. So I go back to the kitchen, a little creeped out at this point, and go back to scraping as I'm looking over my shoulder and listening for every creak and sound. And I hear my name a third time. This time, I'm like, this is it. So I come out of the kitchen. I'm already yelling. I'm like, you're not going to believe. And I stop. There is no one on the front porch. So I go back through the kitchen and I open the garage door so I can see the entire driveway. And his car is not in the driveway. He is not there. I go back inside and I say, okay, Papa, if that's you, I just need you to know we're going to take really good care of your house. We're going to fix it up. We're going to make it our home. You are welcome to stay as long as you want, but please don't scare us. And that was it. I told my husband at the time about it when he got back. He had actually experienced some things in that house with me before we purchased it. So he, he very much believed me, but nothing ever happened again uh, while he and I lived in that house. But I do have some stories from before for another time. Thanks. Keep doing what you're doing. I love the podcast. Thank you, Brandy. And please send in those stories. I'm going to tell you right now, I would have turned the radio up, not <laughs> off. If I'm hearing my name being called somewhere or, you know, like, ma, yeah. like, let me turn the radio up so I don't hear it anymore. Yeah. Well, two <laughs> things. I like that she finally addressed it and said, hey, sure. cut it out. Same. Which is the one thing we always tell people to do. Absolutely. The other thing, hungry like the wolf. <laughs> she is not yelling ma. <laughs> what is she yelling? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> oh, like sexy. That's what I've always thought. But what, like, if, it, what if it's sexy ma? Like, ma. Shut up. Gross. <laughs> like, ooh. But also like. Like, why would Simon LeBon have a woman in the background going, Mom? That's a great question. I No, it was, you're right. I always thought it was supposed to be like sex sounds. It probably is. Because um, what else is he hungry for? <laughs> <laughs> Mom? <laughs> okay, Me wait. and mommy issues. We don't know. So we have some more audio in just a second, but I have to tell a story before I forget. My husband's out of town right okay. now. So he's down in Austin visiting our other daughter. Right. And so I'm on my own last night. I don't know. I was woken up by scratching on the wall. Ew, like. Yes. And both of the cats were in bed with me. So So it wasn't them. uh, Right. And I just had that moment of like, shit. (laughs) (laughs) What do I do? First, it was scary, but then it was rats in my mind, you know? So (laughs) I'm like. Just as awful. Which is just as (laughs) awful. I would rather have a ghost than rats, I think. So if you're in my position, what do you do? (laughs) I would have been like, I would have started beating on everything. Every wall would be beating on. I would have pulled all the sheets back. I would have. Light all the lights on, uh, whatever uh, I could possibly do to like scare out these ratty rat things. I put my pillow over my head and went back to sleep. Of course you did. I was like, F- this noise. I'm so not going to evolve right now. I went back to sleep. And then around three o'clock in the morning, I woke up to use the bathroom and I'd forgotten about it. At oh, that no. So I'm in the bathroom, which is next to our closet. And I hear meow. I had locked jojo in there and not realized it i thought she was under the covers with me oh no so it was poor just, jojo poor jojo stuck in there for hours by yeah. herself scratching the wall trying oh. to get our attention i know but i did i had that moment of like oh this is terrible i'm going back She's to sleep gonna hide <laughs> I'm gonna oh, pretend wow. like none of this is happening okay so this next story comes from morgan 
Hi guys, I listen to your podcast while I go to the gym, so it like makes me run faster. But finally, I decided I would send you some of my stories. I started having weird experiences when I was a little kid, and my cousin had passed away when I was five. He was a lot older than me. Um, he was in his 20s. And I used to wake up in the middle of the night and have nightmares about like the evil queens of Disney, and they would terrify me. And I was like, oh my God, no, I'm going to be like Snow White and be exiled. So I would run, like sprint down the hallway to my parents' room. Um, but one particular night, I woke up. I didn't have a nightmare or anything. Um, I had just like slowly gotten out of bed and stood in the doorway of my room for no rhyme or reason. I don't have any memory of why I felt the desire to do that. But um, my cousin, who was deceased walked out of my bathroom and into my brother's room that was next to me and just kind of like looked at me nodded and walked away and I was like cool and the next morning I told my mom I was like mom he was in our house like he's okay and she was like oh like I'm sorry but no and so that day my dad was trying to get a frog out of the pool my mom was doing dishes and there's a window that overlooked the pool area. <laughs> my dad fell in the pool trying to get the frog out and my mom looked up at the splash and my cousin was keeled over pointing and laughing at him and she was like, oh my God. So yeah, that happened. That was my first kind of like, oh wow, that's kind of cool. Like you can see ghosts. Okay. <laughs> Morgan sent a bunch of stories. That's awesome. Isn't that awesome? Yes. But Morgan sent these stories in 2020. Oh Morgan, we are so sorry. Four years ago. Yeah. I suck. I'm so sorry. And she hadn't even gotten a thank you for reaching out. Like, oh, man. Yeah, I'm trying to go back through and find some of these. Uh, and I think that's part of the reason. Her audio file was 30 minutes long. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so I think I started and was like, no. <laughs> so uh, we're going to keep digging through those. Thank you so much, Morgan. Also had to say big thanks to Sharon Von Buzzkirk, who sent this. What a great name. Sharon Von Buzzkirk. God, you are so fancy. Yes. Uh, so Sarah, no, Sharon sent a finditgrave.com link to us about Anderson Andrew McCrew. Have you ever heard of this man? That sounds very familiar. Why really? would I know that name? So, okay, there might be a reason. Okay. So I had never heard of this person and I just felt like it needed to be shared or reshared in case you are familiar with it or read the story that Robert Wolonsky wrote back oh. in 2019 for the Dallas Morning News. Oh, that's so cool. I'm going to read sections of this because Wolonsky is a great writer so and he good. really captured the story. So Andrew McCrew was the amazing pet petrified man. It sounds so familiar. A traveling corpse of a homeless man who eventually wound up in a Dallas basement and then finally in the Great Trinity Forest Cemetery. Oh, wow. That's creepy. His headstone says he was born in 1867 and by all accounts died in 1913 just outside of Waco. McCrew allegedly fell from a boxcar where his leg was severed and he bled to death. So his body was taken to a funeral home where the director used experimental embalming fluid on his corpse. When no one came to claim the body, a carnival owner bought McCrew, dressed him in a tuxedo, and took him on tour, charging people a dime for a glance at the amazing petrified yes, man. Yes, I remember this. Yes, so the carnival folded sometime in the 1930s, and the contents were bought by a wealthy man who collected show business paraphernalia. But even then, they didn't bury this poor man. In 1964, McCrew was found in a Houston warehouse where chickens were roosting in his coffin. Gross. No one could 
fine family member, so Frank Lott Sr. of Lott's Mortuary offered to bury him for free. This story keeps going, though, because Don McLean, the Bye Bye Miss American Pie guy, okay. saw McCrew's story in the New York Times and wrote a song about him. No way! So a Chicago radio station played it so often that listeners started asking about the man who was described as a mummy at the fair, all crumpled in a folding chair. That is it's so, so sad. sad. DJ Roy Leonard found out that he had no headstone and he offered to cover the cost. Then an additional marker was made with a line from the song. So here's the line. Well, what a way to live a life and what a way to die. Left to live a living death with no one left to cry. Petrified amazement and wonder beyond words. A man who found more life in death than life gave him at birth. That is sad. Oh my gosh. Oh, so that's truly heartbreaking. We're going to post links to the story, but I actually, I didn't have any luck finding photos of him, of the actual petrified. And I'm sure they're out there. They have to be. But we're not going to share them or post them because I felt guilty even looking for them because this Aww. poor man, he went through enough. Sure. You know, I don't blame you guys if you want to look for him. We're all disgusting. I, I'm going to Google immediately. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Send it to me if you find <laughs> it. Exactly. By the way, you guys, you can find all of that on our companion blog, hauntedaf.com. While you're there, check out our online store because we've got all this cute merch. Keep telling your friends about the podcast. Keep leaving us good reviews anywhere you possibly can, especially Apple Podcasts because um, they score us higher the more we have. That helps a lot. By the way, we haven't gotten a really good Dead Pet of the Week story in a long time. (gasps) We haven't. No, right. And we've got all these amazing Dead Pet of the Week theme songs. Absolutely. So please send those stories along with your weird shit or glitch in the matrix, all that spooky stuff. Send it to hauntedaf.com podcast at gmail.com so we can use them this March. Fingers crossed. (laughs) At Haunted AF. And don't forget to subscribe to Haunted AF on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and of course, TikTok. You can even contact us directly through our website, hauntedaf.com. Gotta say thanks to Andrew Mamalika and Travis Vance for the Haunted AF theme song and to On Air Media for titles and technical support. Also, big thanks to all of the Haunted AF Patreon supporters. Most of all, we have to thank you for listening and for sharing your stories with us. By the way, Julie, if I die first, I'm coming back to haunt you. Oh, I'll come back to haunt you too, Rebecca. 